You legends asked for them, and I've delivered. While you can absolutely program your subconscious mind with the repetition of conscious thoughts, i.e. thoughts you choose on purpose, subliminals bypass the filter that is your conscious mind to be absorbed directly by your subconscious mind with less resistance. This is essentially a form of self-hypnosis. Can you find free subliminals online? Yeah. But if it's always felt risky listening to subliminals from free anonymous resources on platforms like YouTube, especially those without full disclosure of the affirmations used, you now have the option from a trusted conscious manifestation resource. Me! And I've already had such a positive response to these. Subliminal audios can now be purchased on my website in either rain or upbeat music options and can be played once or on a loop while you do mindless tasks or even as you drift off to sleep. Just another tool in your conscious manifestation tool belt. Hello and welcome to It's Already Mine. This is your no BS, sometimes tough love, midweek manifestation pep talk to help you level up your mindset and manifestation game so you can manifest your version of an awesome life. I don't know why, but I feel like I said that wrong, but I think it was correct. I'm your host, Cerise, and I'm your manifestation coach, and I just want to spread this life-changing concept that I stumbled across that I'm quite frankly shocked we don't all just inherently know, because everyone deserves to live their version of an awesome life, and everyone can. Okay, so this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode because I've used <laughs> a lot of my allowance baffling, baffling, waffling, I should say, waffling on in my previous episodes for this month. Um, but this one shouldn't take too long. I've got some exciting things coming up, um, for a certain February thing that's happening. So that's coming. Um, but, um, today I wanted to talk a little bit about physical changes, like manifesting physical changes in yourself. Now I've spoken previously about how I used to have a different size foot, (laughs) I used to have size eight and a half feet. I used to work in a shoe store that um, was real, like made shoes that you could switch out the insoles for orthotics for people who have like foot issues or knee issues and things like that. So orthotics for people who don't know, like help correct like the position of the foot to um, like be healthier on your body, basically your joints and your bones and your feet and all of that. Um, So I got my feet measured like as part of, like joining the company, they get everyone to get their feet measured and looked at by um, a foot doctor. I'm trying to remember if that's, it's a podiatrist. I think that's correct. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's correct. Unless I've just said the one that's like a kid's doctor. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. This was a very long time ago. Um, But my feet were an eight and a half. And now my feet are a seven and a half. Now, I don't, I, I can't, I couldn't tell you exactly like how I, how it happened. I've mentioned like what I can think of it maybe was in previous episodes, but I always kind of felt when I was younger that my feet were like, I don't know, when I put like, when I was wearing shoes with my outfit, I kind of felt like my feet looked a bit big compared to my height. I'm like five, five, I think. Um, but you know, it also depends on like your build and everything. So I just kind of felt like, cause you know, there are people who look really tall and then when you like actually stand next to them, they're not. And it's about their like proportions and everything. So that's just kind of how I felt about my feet when I was young and a bit like, you know, I, I don't think I would care as much about that now, but I did at the time. And now I have size seven and a half feet guys. Like it's a thing. This was before I knew about manifestation. So 
that happened. Another thing that I thought about the other day because I was like clearing out some old documents and I found my old passport that I got done when I was like 17 and my face has changed a lot. Um, like not like I've spoken about how like I haven't really aged very much, which like I, I would say that I personally, you know, I get told a lot that I look like I'm in my twenties when I'm actually in like, I'm 35 at the time of recording this. Um, but like, not even in terms of that, my nose and my lips are very different. Like the shape of them are very different. And I remember, cause I saw this photo and I used to have like quite a cute little ski slope nose, which like, you know, people tend to, to like, but I got, you know, made fun of a little bit for it when I was in school, like a oh, ski slope nose and stuff like that. And you know what it's like when you're a kid. So I decided, like, I don't know. I, again, I didn't know about manifestation then at all, let alone understand how it works. But I decided at that time that I was going to have, like, not have a ski slope nose anymore. And I don't really. Well, like, it's actually going back a little bit weirdly. Because, like, at the time, now I'm like, well, I quite liked my ski slope nose. Like, I wouldn't mind if it kind of went back to that. And it has a little bit I've noticed in photos, but I used to do this thing where I kind of would just like, I had a friend at school, sorry, jumping back with the voice here, but I had a friend at school who used to like, when her nose would itch, she'd like rub, I'm doing it as if you can see what I'm doing when you can't, but she would like rub her nose upwards from like the tip of her nose upwards. And then she'd get a little like line across her nose. So for some reason in my mind, I was like, well, I'll do the opposite to that. And I'll like brush my nose down a lot. Um, so I did that. And in my mind, that was going to change the shape of my nose. And I guess it did. But again, like, did it? Is my Has just my perception changed with, like, the neuroscience of how these things work? Or did I actually manifest a different shaped nose? So, like, it's not, you know, much longer or anything like that. Just, like, the tip stopped being as, like, ski slopey, I guess. Um, but then, like, as I've gotten older, I, I was like, you know, I didn't mind that nose. Like, that's a nose that a lot of people... One, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with other noses, by the way. Like everyone has attributes that other people admire and the thing that you might maybe like get irritated by when you look in the mirror or whatever physically is something that someone else wishes they had. So I want to remind you of that. Like I'm in a really good place with my body and the way I look and everything. Now I've spoken in previous episodes about like, I think I have a self-love and like body image episodes. So go check that out if you want a bit more to go into a bit more about that side of things. But I used to have major body image issues, as you can probably tell, but it went like way, way deeper than like it was a weight thing. And just like what I saw in the mirror was not accurate to what I actually looked like. And yeah, big time, big time body image and self-esteem issues um, up until like my, well, I started like kind of working on it in my early 20s and got better and better at it like through my 20s. And then before I turned 30, I was in a really good place, which is awesome. So yeah, definitely go and check that out. If you kind of feel like you can resonate with anything that I've just sort of said that I used to have issues with for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I kind of just like, you know, I knew about manifestation. I was like, well, there's no reason why I can't bring that little bit of that like old nose back. Why not? And I've seen, like, I wouldn't say that I've noticed it as much in the mirror so much, but like I've seen in photos where I like notice it a little bit more. I'm like, oh wow. Okay, cool. Um, and all that I did with those things. And these are things that you can put on your mini manifestation list as well. And you're building your, 
um, confidence and belief in the law of assumption and the fact that your thoughts create your world. Go check out the episode on that if you don't know what I'm talking about and you're relatively new to the podcast. But basically the mini manifestation list, a little like insignificant things that like, like I wouldn't have been bothered if my nose didn't go back to the way it was at all. But I was like, I'm going to decide that I, you know, I believe in manifestation now and I know how it works and I'm deciding right now my nose is going to go back to a little bit more skate slopey. And then I started to notice it. Um, but the mini manifestation list, like things that like you wouldn't really care too much about, but you would recognize them in your physical world as something that you've put on that list and have manifested to help build your confidence and your belief in the fact that your thoughts do create. Um, so that's two things. Oh, and, and my lips, my lips were completely different in that old photo as well. And I know that like our faces and stuff change a little bit as we get older, but like I used to not have a top lip guys. I don't know if any of you have followed my social media because I still am in the process of building that side of things up because I'm not very consistent with it. I'm working on it, but I don't have what would be considered to be like, I don't have super juicy lips, but I don't have like thin lips either. But in this passport photo, maybe I'll grow the gonads or cojones to post that picture up on my socials when I get a few more people to like show them the difference. But I've like, I've not gotten anything done to my face, like injections, fillers, plastic surgery of any kind, not having a go at it whatsoever, but just to give you an idea, like these are things that have changed without the help of anything. I have an upper lip now and I never used to have an upper lip. Um, I don't, again, I couldn't tell you the specific thing that I thought, that created that, that changed that. Cause you know, I would say around 17 is around like we generally where you kind of like, you might still grow a little bit, but like your features have, got, have kind of settled in a bit, like puberty's happened already. You know what I mean? And yeah, like I was surprised. I didn't remember like my upper lip being like that, but I will say, actually, this is probably, if I'm honest with you guys, what has changed? Because again, when you're programming your mind, your perspective does change. Like you notice things, you see things differently in your world. Um, anyway, like whether anything like magical has happened or with quantum physics has happened at all, your perspective actually changes as well. So whether manifestation, like if you're coming to this like episode or this podcast thinking that manifestation's woo woo, but you kind of just want to listen to what someone has to say about it. Cause you think like maybe there's something in it though. I do have an episode on the science of manifestation. I will be bringing out a part two of that at some point this year because there's more shit that I've discovered that like is mind blowing. Um, but neuroscience alone has proven that if you tell your brain something enough, your perspective changes. If you focus on something enough, your perspective changes good or bad. Um, and that comes from, you know, our survival instinct of in the past needing to seek out the things or see the things easily that were threats to our survival. So we needed to worry about those things because then our brain would seek them out. If that makes sense. I explain it better in the, in the science episode. So go definitely go check that out. But I just remembered how the lip thing most likely happened. I worked with a girl once who used to wear lipstick all the time. And like, this was in the era of like when donut buns were really in and like skinny jeans and all of that. And she kind of like helped me find my style a little bit at that time. Um, and she was like a really good friend to have because she was very, um, much into like lifting up women around her as well, which was like 
I'm grateful for. Um, I'm no longer in touch with her anymore, unfortunately, but you know, I appreciate and I'm grateful for the positive things she contributed to my life at the time. But I remember sort of saying to her like, Oh, and this was, these are a few like little limiting beliefs that are kind of silly, but some people might remind, like he- uh, remember, sorry, hearing back in like the nineties and early noughties probably is when like that sort of changed. But that a, you, when you did makeup, for example, which I'm not like very good at, I do very, very, very basic makeup. Cause I, I don't know. I just haven't really ever been good at it. I probably could if I told myself that I could, but I have never really been good at it and therefore not really gotten that into it. Um, but we used to get told, if anyone remembers, anyone who's like around the same age as me, um, that you would only focus when doing makeup on either an eye, like a big eye moment or a lip moment. You wouldn't do both. Whereas now, like there's obviously a lot of people who are very like artistic in the makeup world who do show you how you can do both and do a full beat. And it's all very like amazing and their talent. Oh my God. If only I also don't, (laughs) I don't know. I've tried to do a full face of makeup on myself before and I just feel like it's too much for me. But I think that's just because in comparison to what I have done, it feels like a lot on me. And then there are people who like do it for like social media or, or just always have and like it suits them. They look fucking amazing and like a walking piece of art. And like, that's so cool into like, I watch makeup videos and stuff. I just, for me anyway, tangent. Um, so there was that, you know, we used to get told you either did one or the other. You couldn't do like a full, like full glam, including like a bold lip and a bold eye. And the other one was like, oh, if you don't have like super juicy lips, then you'd probably be best going for a lip gloss over a lipstick. So I used to think like, oh, I can't wear lipstick. I don't have the juicy lips for it. And she was like, what? That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and we went shopping in our lunch break one day. And she was like, this color would look good on you. Like this lip color would look good on you. She like, we, I ended up buying all these lipsticks. And then I got really into wearing lipstick for a period of time. I don't really now. It's a lot of maintenance when I'm out and about. I just like... CBF, but, um, occasionally, occasionally I still do, but I got really into it for a while. And I was like, she was like, you have like, firstly, there's no such thing as a lip for lipsticks. Like it's the same principle as like a bikini body is a body in a bikini full stop, whatever kind of body you have. And, um, but yeah, so I think like hearing that from her and being like, oh, she's saying it with so much conviction. Like I do have lipstick lips. Fuck that. I have lipstick lips. I can wear lipstick. And maybe that's why my lips are a little fuller now. Like I have an actual upper lip. I never used to. Not in that photo from when I was like 17 in my old passport photo anyway. So there's that. Now I've spoken again in my body image self-esteem episode. Can't remember exactly what it's called, but it says something about body in it. Find it if that's something you're interested in listening to. Um, that I used to have like super major body image issues. I don't really focus on weight that much now. Um, I have like, I eat low carb for my hormonal balance. If I had, if I did it for weight, I probably wouldn't be able to stick to it, honestly. But it does mean that it's like, I have like five kilos up and down that I go and I don't really need to bother trying and I'm comfortable within that range. And like, I just know that's where I kind of sit when I'm eating low carb for my hormones. Um, and I play touch as well. Now that used to be one day a week. I'll get into how that's changed recently in a moment. But now that I don't have like that obsessive kind of thinking about weight, um, 
during you know the last the thing that happened over the last couple of years that must not be named it that must not be named happened I kind of did go over where I would normally hover I was way more stagnant um because I'm a walker as well like I just tend to love walking everywhere and that wasn't happening that's like my incidental exercise I guess that I was getting in addition to my one game a week and just for just because I was a little bit higher than that I was like do you know what I believe in manifestation I don't really want to actively be trying to lose weight because that fucks with my head don't like it but I'm just going to decide that I weigh this certain amount which is like the very lowest I would ever want to be now which is still a lot higher than I used to want to be because I used to be very like mentally ill like not saying that in a jovial way at all I was mentally ill about my weight and I used to want to keep losing more and more no matter what like yeah anyway So the lowest amount that I would want to be now is a lot larger than what I used to want to be when I was younger. But I hadn't been there for a really long time and I was like, you know what, I am a bit over where I would normally hover. I'm deciding that I am that very lowest weight that I would want to be. Still still like got softness to me and everything. I personally think for my body build, my bone structure and all of that sort of thing that I do suit having a softness to my body. Um, I have friends that are naturally very petite and they suit being very, very tiny girls. That's, and I have friends that like, um, are like curvy and rock that. And like, honestly, I'm like, I'm so jealous of your booty because I used to have a nice poppin' booty and I'm manifesting that into, but I was like, I'm going to, I am this lowest weight on the random times that I weigh myself, which is like not an obsessive thing for me anymore. Um, but when the random times that I do weigh myself to see where I'm at, no matter what that number says, I'm I'm going, oh, I weigh blah, 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 whatever that goal weight is. The weight started melting off, guys. Like, I didn't change my eating habits whatsoever. Um, apart from, I will say, I went off my, like, hormonal diet off and, off and on throughout that period. But that alone would not have done much because, like, I've done that before and that didn't affect my weight that much. It was a combination of all the things. So I got strict on my hormonal diet because I was out and about again and I wanted my skin to be clear because I had kind of not been bothered about having some acne, you know, whilst being at home for so long and everything. And um, I didn't make any changes specifically for weight loss, but even though we have members on my touch team on Wednesdays that play in other touch teams, I had not been that fussed about like taking up an extra day. And then one day I was just like, do you know what? I have a lot more energy these days now that I'm kind of like work-wise have more flexibility and all of that. And, um, so I'm going to, like, I'd actually, I love playing. I'd love to play an extra, um, an extra day. So that's when I took up the second extra day. And then when I joined the team, they actually had so many people at the time on the team that they were like, we're going to have two teams with some of the same people playing on both. So I ended up playing two games on Mondays, one on Wednesday. And then there was another team that I almost joined when I wasn't going to stick with the Wednesday team that also plays on Wednesday that I sub for now. So I play pretty much three to four games a week. So that's definitely affected the weight loss. I can see that, but it wasn't ever done with the aim of weight loss. Um, what else happened? I'm out. I'm just being more sociable now. I'm out and about. We have more freedoms and everything. So I'm walking pretty much everywhere that's within an hour's walk. I walk like that's it. I just do. So there's all these things where like looking back at the bridge of incidents, I can see how it's happened. I'm 
only like a kilo away from that lowest weight and where I'm currently at I hadn't been for a very long time because I hovered up and down between the that five kilos but I normally was sat in the middle somewhere and the weight that I'm like manifesting is like the lowest of that five kilo difference that I normally fluctuate between if that makes sense so if weight loss is a goal for you that's what I would advise you to do in terms of manifesting the changes will come they come as inspired action I can look back and see how like it would how it would have happened but I didn't consciously make any of those decisions with my food with my exercise with walking more which is also exercise but like you know it's more incidental exercise any of that stuff I didn't make any decisions about it with weight loss as my goal and I have no doubt that that final kilo is like soon to come like honestly it's the easiest weight loss I've ever had (laughs) and it's the first time where like I was just like yeah I just weigh that much I weigh that much right now it's the first time I've ever applied manifestation to like a weight thing and um like even now honestly like I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like I don't even know if I'd really want to be much smaller than I am now But I don't mind sort of doing it for this experiment and also because, you know, again, that fluctuation will happen because I'm not as fussed about it anymore and that's fine and it's natural. Um, So, you know, it gets me back into that range where I was before the last two years kind of happened and took me over where I would normally hover. So, yeah, definitely give that a try. Like if... (laughs) it's not even like a thing that I can give bullet points on because I literally was just like I weigh that much and I knew that whenever I um stood on the scale that I was like no matter what number I saw I was going to be like oh look I weigh blah 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 whatever that number is um and again because it's not something that I kind of struggle with like I used to I understand that that might sound kind of flippant to people who might have struggled with that in their life um or see it as like a huge obstacle for them um for you guys like if that's where your head's at about it please don't take it as me just being like oh yeah it's not like it's easy and you shouldn't be finding it so difficult that's not what I'm saying at all I'm saying give this a try choose what the weight is that you want to get to or you can do it in steps as well like with any manifestation if it's if it's a large amount that you like for health reasons or whatever it's a large amount that you need to lose or whatever um then doing it in steps might be helpful um otherwise for me it was like mm, like five and a half six kilos um because again I would normally be more more so in the middle of that five kilo range um so I was just like yeah I just weigh that much and every time I happened to look at what I was where I was at on the scale I'd be like oh look I weigh that that amount that I was like manifesting cool and I'd get off the scale and leave it at that so give that a try um I would love to hear like how how anyone goes with with this sort of thing um whether it's weight whether it's foot size and like facial features um body shape would be interesting because I'm like people have always told me that I have an hourglass figure um and I so I used to like think that I did but now when I like actually look at my body I'm like I am actually more of an inverted triangle but because I like of where I hold weight when I am in that like in that middle range where I'm usually at, you know, I hold a bit of like weight on my hips and on my boobs. And so and because I have like broader shoulders, it kind of and like a little bit of thighs. Um, 
it gives that illusion of an hourglass figure. And now I'm like, do you know what? Maybe I want to manifest having an hourglass figure just to see if I can like see what happens, see how it presents itself. Um, so yeah, it, this is the, this is kind of where you like have fun with manifestation when you're manifesting in every aspect of your life, it actually becomes very fun. One of the um, channels that I mention in my resources episode, my favorite resources for keeping my mental diet on track episode. Um, I talk about one of the coaches that I watch like videos on and, um, she talks about how she does that, where she's just like, I just want to see how this presents itself in my world. And she was like, I intend that I'm going to see someone who flies. And then she like saw someone with a jetpack or something, technically a person flying, you know? So it's kind of cool to, to test it out and just see what happens, how things show up in your world. Um, anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. This ended up being a much longer episode than I have the allowance for. So I'll just be releasing it tomorrow instead of trying to squeeze it in today because it rolls over tomorrow so it'll be a little bit later than usual but it just works out better that way actually I might do another episode because I'm manifesting that I'm going to have a few episodes uh saved up for you know a rainy day or whatever so I'm just going to save this for that you don't need to know that but I'm also not going to edit it out of the episode there we go um so that's how I'm going to wrap this episode up anyway I hope that it has helped you on your conscious matter no 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 no, no, no. I need to change the wording of that in my... I have a beginning and end script. I know. There we go. That this has helped at least one of you on your conscious manifestation journey. And that's like, if it's only one person, I'm still helping. So that's cool. Um, I always intend that it does help you guys out. And if you would like to, you can follow It's Already Mine on Instagram and TikTok for manifestation tips and tidbits linked in the show notes. And if you did enjoy this episode, be sure to please download it, share it on your social media and or give the podcast a review or five star rating. And of course, follow on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on so you can listen to all my future episodes as they are released. Those are all completely free ways to support this podcast and to help me get this information out to as many people as possible because everyone deserves to live their version of an awesome fucking life. Also, don't forget to check out the It's Already Mine Affirmations and Subliminals channel on YouTube linked in the show notes. And as always, guys, until next time, have a good one. And remember, it's already yours and you're fucking amazing exactly how you are. You don't need to change a thing, but give that a try if you want to give it a try. Bye. Do you have topics you're passionate about but don't really have people in your life that love the same topics as you? Or like me, you believe you have something to share that you think everyone deserves to know about? then why not start a podcast about it? Having a podcast about a topic you love gives you the opportunity to build a community of like-minded people, as well as giving those who might also not have people to speak about their passions to a community to be a part of and feel accepted in. Now, if you're thinking the idea of starting a podcast sounds overwhelming, I know it was a bit daunting for me when I first started It's Already Mine Manifestation podcast, but Buzzsprout make it super easy to get your podcast on any platform that people listen to podcasts on by publishing your podcast in just one place. And you can start recording with just your phone like me. And if you're just testing the waters and seeing if you can actually make regular content, Buzzsprout offers a free plan where each episode stays live for 90 days or basically three months, allowing you to upload up to two hours of content per month completely free. And if you're happy to keep creating content from there or you simply want to keep your existing content live, you can look into upgrading to a paid plan. Buzzsprout don't ask for your payment information to start and they won't automatically charge you at the end of the 90 days. 
The 90 day old episodes simply won't be hosted any longer unless you choose to upgrade, so there's no surprise charges. For me, that three months was plenty of time to start to see an upward trajectory of downloads for my podcast and to see if I can come up with consistent content ideas to talk about each week. And now I'm happily on a paid plan with extra upload time, advanced stats and perks. Not to mention, a podcast gives you so many opportunities to market your existing business and build other income streams through links to your own products and services, as well as being able to work with sponsors and affiliates. The possibilities are endless. So if you're ready to share your knowledge or passions with the world in a medium that allows you to do so for free to start and without hair and makeup, I have an affiliate link in the show notes for Buzzsprout.